Welcome to the Real Life English Podcast, where we help dedicated English learners just like you cultivate the courage, the confidence, and the skills that you need to understand real life native English, to communicate clearly with people from all around the world, and to make your life an epic global adventure. Now, are you ready to go beyond the classroom and start living your English? Can I get an aww yeah? Are you finding it difficult to improve your English pronunciation? Do you want to improve your accent but are not quite sure how to do this? Well, in this lesson, Justin and I are giving you some practical tips to improve your English pronunciation. These tips are simple and things that you can start doing today. We also discuss things that have helped us as language learners when learning Portuguese and Spanish but also from our experience teaching English learners. No matter your level, you will find a tip here that you can apply today and start improving in this area. Also, if you head over to Instagram at reallife.english, you will find a more detailed explanation of our final tip there. So go and check it out as soon as you finish listening to this podcast. boys and girls, citizens of the world. This is Andrea from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient and high-flying way to learn English. So download this podcast and listen to this podcast while you're walking the dog, in line at the supermarket or even skydiving. Hey guys, I'm joined in the Global Studio by none other than Justin, the man who once bowled a perfect game with a marble. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. First of all, let me ask you, what exactly is to bowl a perfect game? So when I think of bowling, I think of 10-pin bowling, but I'm not sure if this reference is more towards a different type of bowls, a game called bowls. No, it's bowling. It's bowling, yeah. It's yeah. bowling. Yeah. So usually when you bowl, you have, well, different size balls and different weighted balls as well. So if you're if you're doing it with a marble, it's going to be very tricky. Okay. And what exactly is a marble, by the way? So a marble is a small round object that's usually made of glass. I remember playing with these as a kid in primary or elementary school. Um, is there any other way you would describe a marble? Yeah, I'd say it's it, marble is actually a material. It's a, it's a rock, right? Type of rock. Yeah. Okay. And we said a couple other things, right? So I said skydiving. How would you say skydiving? In, do you guys say that in British English too? We do. Yeah, we say skydiving. What about in Spanish? How, do you know how you would say that? I don't actually know how to say it in Spanish. I've never had to use it before. <laughs> I guess in Portuguese you might say, I'm not sure, but mergulhar no seu. That's actually just a literal translation, but if you're a Brazilian out there listening, maybe you can let us know. Yeah, and if you're Spanish, maybe you can let us know so then I can learn a new word in Spanish as well. Oh yeah, well I have to say, first of all, nice job with the introduction. I think you, for the first time, you, you nailed it. You did a really great job with the introduction. Really happy to be here recording this podcast with you and only we have Ethan. Ethan's traveling. So really great to be here. Thank you. Thanks for your kind comments. And I'm really excited for today's podcast too. 
So with that in mind, today's podcast is all about how you can improve your pronunciation in English. So I wonder if some of you have given up trying to improve your pronunciation or your accent thinking that it's too difficult. So hopefully with our tips in today's podcast, you're going to learn some simple and practical ways to progress in this area. And I think it will be really useful what do you think, Justin? Yeah, I'm totally excited about this. This is a really important part of teaching people real life English, helping people to speak more confidently, clearly, and to ultimately connect with people. You don't need to sound perfect. Perfection is not the goal, but ultimately to just become a more competent, more confident English speaker. So I'm excited to really dive into that. But first, before we jump into that, we have a shout out. All right, so we have two shout outs this week. And the first one is a five-star review from Stitcher from Arcos. And the title is Great Podcast for English Learners. And it says, I am an English learner from China, but I find what I've learned from my English class is hard to be used in daily life, English conversations, and learning the language is not enough to understand people from other countries. This podcast is extremely good complimentary material for me to know how English speakers think and express and even more how to have a better life. Oh yeah. Wow. What a great review. Well, that's something we definitely try to help you not only improve your English, but your life. Because ultimately, if you learn English, this should be a way to live a better life. And the second shout out is actually a response. A few weeks ago, we recorded a podcast and we talked about foosball. On the intro, I said that Listen to this podcast while you're playing foosball with Chandler and Joey on Friends. And I said that maybe in Brazilian Portuguese, possibly it's Puchibá da Mesa, because I didn't know. But somebody actually gave us a five-star review and said, awesome podcast. Table football is called Pebolin in, in Brazil. So I want to thank you for, for sharing that review with us. And I want to invite anybody else to leave a review if... You know how to say skydiving in your language. Leave a five-star review. Let us know how to say it in your language just to educate us so we can become more global citizens and have a better idea of how to express ourselves in, in different languages. Yeah, that would be amazing. So make sure you do that. And if you want us to shout you out, just head over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to us and leave us a five-star review. Because if you do this, it also helps other people have fun learning with us. Okay, great. So now let's move on to today's quote. So Justin, would you like to share today's quote with us? Okay, well this quote, I think it's a really great compliment to today's lesson because really pronunciation is great, but remember connection over perfection. It's important for you to connect with people and to feel comfortable and confident in your English. Perfection is not the goal. So today's quote is from Harriet Breaker, who says, Striving for excellence motivates you. Striving for perfection is demoralizing. How would you interpret that, Andrea? So I think what she's saying is that, you know, if you keep working hard and you keep striving to be better, that's going to keep you motivated. But if you're striving for perfection, if what you're in everything you're doing, you're trying to be perfect, it's going to make you more frustrated. It's probably going to have a negative effect on your your mood 
with your English learning, I suppose in this case, and it's probably going to make you not want to learn anymore. So it's probably going to demotivate you. Yeah, it's kind of that all or nothing approach. All or nothing is kind of like um, you either succeed and you're perfect or it's nothing, you quit. And this is really like a very fixed mindset. It basically means that, that you're not in it for the internal growth, the internal experience, and, and your expectations are often not realistic. And in this case, a lot of people will come to us, we ask people all the time, like, what's your biggest frustration learning English? And a lot of people say, oh, I, I want to sound like a native. I need to sound like a native. How do I become, how do I become like a native, exactly like a native in English? And the way I respond is like, you don't need to sound like a native ultimately. I mean, you can practice, you can use native pronunciation, imitate, improve your pronunciation. It's going to make you sound better and better and more clear, more confident. But really like 0.01% of the people of English learners are actually going to sound exactly like a native. It's really hard, really difficult, and you don't need it to communicate. If you can communicate clearly and let people know what you're saying, I think this is a really great, huge step to help you become a successful English learner. I completely agree. That is perfect advice. And I think it's a great way to roll into today's main topic. So let's go straight to it. Okay, so Justin, what is today's first tip to help drastically improve pronunciation? Okay, well, the base of the process, we always say is lifestyle English to make your English a fun, natural, convenient part of your everyday life. And if you're listening to the podcast while you're skydiving or doing whatever, doing the, <laughs> doing the dishes, then this is a great start because you're fitting English into your life in a fun, natural, convenient way. You're making it a lifestyle. So you're listening passively or actively. You're listening as much as you can to all this native English. You're really developing that base. It's going to help you improve your pronunciation later. So that's the first step. Would you add anything there? Yeah, I would say like obviously our podcast as well is a great way to start because we talk about so many different things culturally, you know, we have more specific lessons as well. And like you said, it's just great to be listening to native speaking, but it also doesn't have to be focused on English as a second language. You can find a podcast on a topic that you're interested in and that way you're going to want to listen to it and you'll listen to it more and more. And even if to begin with, it's a bit difficult for you, you know, you don't have to understand everything. So as long as you're understanding the main points, you don't have to understand absolutely everything that is being said, but it's a really good place to start. And it's really important to choose topics that you're interested in to make sure that you listen to them consistently and frequently. Yeah, that's super important because ultimately you're working with your motivation. So if you're motivated to open that app, that podcast app, and listen to the podcast and do that every day, do that daily. That's really, really going to help you. And you don't need to understand everything. Really, it's kind of like a puzzle. You know, as you, what exactly is a puzzle, Andrea? So a puzzle is, so it's usually a picture, but it's made up of lots of different pieces. And then, so you might get one that's made up of a hundred pieces, a thousand pieces, and then you put them all together to create an overall picture or the overall puzzle. Yeah. So there's kind of a critical mass and you're listening. And as you listen to podcasts and watch TV series and, and practice your listening, you're going to gradually get more and more closer to that critical mass and listening where you can start taking the pieces of that puzzle 
you start putting them together and, and you start to be able to see the missing pieces based upon the context. So if you understand 60, 70%, it's just going to get easier and easier and more and more motivating to do it more. And that's going to increase your momentum. And that's really going to help you think in English, have vocabulary, have the right models in your mind so that you have better pronunciation. I completely agree. And I think another great thing that comes with that is when you expose yourself to native English speakers and you're listening to the language more and more, you're actually, you won't even realize the effect that it has on your own speech and your own pronunciation. Because if you're immersed in the language and you're listening to it all the time, your brain's going to pick up on that without you even realizing. So it will have an impact on your speech and your pronunciation as well. Oh yeah. Okay, so what's the next tip, Justin? Okay, the next one is to read out loud every day to practice. Mm -hmm. So this is really great advice and I would say it's probably best if you already have a good idea of the correct pronunciation to make good use of the time that you spend reading out loud every day because you know it's like one of those things if you're reading but you don't really understand how to pronounce the words that you're reading then it's not going to make such a great impact on your pronunciation so it's really important to check that you have the correct pronunciation first yeah it might actually be the opposite effect if you don't know how to pronounce the words you can probably just reinforce that bad pronunciation over and over and over again if you don't have that feedback and, and really like a clear idea of, of how to speak correctly right yeah definitely i was just actually reading last night with my girlfriend i was reading the book the power of now I've been trying to read mm -hmm. every day out loud in Portuguese and, and it's quite amazing. It's like you kind of warm up your brain, you warm up the musculature of your mouth and you just get in the rhythm of it. And before when I first start out, the first minute or two is like I'm kind of clunky. Yeah. What does clunky mean? Clunky is kind of like awkward, difficult. Maybe you're not so coordinated, right? But then I get, I get more and more warmed up and I get more competent and it gets easier. And afterwards, it's like I think my, my Portuguese is like... 30% better. Wow, that's that's amazing. So there you have it already, Justin is proof that it's working for him with Portuguese. So it will really work for you as well with English. Scientific evidence. <laughs> yeah. So you really don't have to spend hours and hours doing this. You just need to make sure that you do it consistently every day, even for five minutes. Like consistency here really is the key. And another great way to do it as well, if you can, is to read a book whilst listening to the audiobook at the same time, because then that way you're reading the words on the page, but then you also have that reinforcement of the pronunciation of the words that you're reading as well. Oh uh, yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk about imitation, it's a different point, but yeah, that's combining them you're reading out loud, you're listening, you're getting that native example. Yeah, so that's great. So, so far you've got two tips there. Let's move on to the next one. What is that, Justin? Okay, so the first two are kind of a base in a big way. And the third one is actually something we talk a lot about on the Real Life English YouTube channel and this podcast, learning English TV series. It's connected speech, to focus on the, the rhythm and flow, the music behind the words. Ultimately, you can, if you learn the rules, this becomes much more predictable, ultimately. For example, like I've said a couple times, would you, but I say would you, oftentimes. So this is really important. I think it's going to take you to another level where you can understand natives better, and also you can speak more like them. You can exaggerate a lot on this, and maybe that's not so helpful, but at least 
to learn that it exists, to learn that it's something that you can use, it's something that you need to understand. It's super important for your fluency and it can really make your pronunciation better. Definitely. I think it's one of the crucial things you have to learn if you want to understand natives better and also to speak more fluently as well. And we've got some great lessons over on our YouTube channels that talk more in depth about this. Um, you know, it's a really interesting point as well, because if you think about different languages, they tend to have a different melody. And the one that I always think of first and foremost is Italian, because I think, you know, it does very much sound like a song. It's got that very particular way of sounding. But if you listen to different languages, you'll find that most of them do have this different melodic sound. Yeah, when we were prepping for this podcast, there's, there's an article that I wrote a long time ago about seven tips to drastically improve your pronunciation. And, and I included in there this video of there's an Italian musician that he created an orchestra of him like singing this song, but it was all gibberish. Oh, what does gibberish mean? Gibberish is kind of like when you're speaking, but you're not really saying anything. It's kind of like you're they're not real words. And so it sounded totally like English, but he was just ultimately just kind of singing in other types of words, gibberish, just like made up words that sounded like English, but weren't English at all. Yeah, I've seen that video and it's hilarious because like you said, they're talking gibberish, so they're not real words at all, but it does really sound like English. So it's really funny how that can work, how you can represent that in a song that way and make it sound like it's English. So this is definitely like one of those things if you can uh, turn off your focus on the language and just sort of listen and kind of get more musical in your perception of the language to pay attention to the music behind the language the melody and hum along practice i think music is excellent for this there are lots of ways that you can really learn these principles with music and this is a really great way to improve your pronunciation definitely and to finalize this point i'd like to recommend a lesson that we have on the learning with tv series youtube channel teaching an eminem song he actually takes the song lose yourself and he teaches all of this native connected speech, how natives cut their words, they connect their words, they link them. For example, he says like, but he becomes buddy, what he, what he, and him, and him, things like this. And there are lots of, I think there were like 20 examples of this in a 40 second stretch of the song. So we'll link that in the show notes at reallifeglobal.com slash tips pronunciation. That is a really great lesson and it also even makes my American accent sound amazing as well. So I highly recommend you check it out. Wouldn't it be great if there was some way to understand real English without getting lost and without getting bored? Well, now there is. With our real life native immersion course, we will take you on a 41 week real life adventure of the English language. Each week exploring a different topic connected to our goal to help you understand and use real native English and make it a permanent part of your life in a way that is fun, natural, and convenient. The best part is you can try it for free with our three part power learning series. We will send it to your email. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod, that's P-O-D, to sign up. Now, let's get back to today's podcast lesson. So with that said, let's move on to the next tip. So Justin, what's the next one you have for us? 
Well, the next one is something that most people hate. I know I hate it, and it's definitely something that I've gotten more comfortable over time, but it's to record yourself speaking, to develop that self-awareness. So you can just get a tape recorder or have an app on your phone or just anything to record yourself speaking English. It could be while you're reading out loud, it could be while you're having a conversation, but just listen to yourself and give yourself that feedback at first. It's going to be painful. I'm not going to lie to you. You know this. It's painful in your own language, so you're probably not going to enjoy it in a second language because obviously, I'm sure you've heard this, like you're used to the way that your voice sounds through the bones of your own face. So you don't hear what it's really like that other people listen to it. So to be objective about it, to listen to your own voice and, and critique yourself, you can get a lot of really great feedback when you compare that to the native speaker. It's true. And, you know, like you said, no one really likes listening to the sound of their voice. I'm the same as well. So the thing is, it's so, so useful because when you listen back to yourself, you'll pick up on so many different ways that you can improve the pronunciation of words. So I think this is like one of the best tips and something that people should definitely try. You will get used to it the more that you do it. And another great tip within this one is that you can repeat the same passage that you read every day and that way you can try to improve on that particular thing that you're reading that way you can then track your progress over time as well so it's a really useful tool to track your progress as well definitely and this integrates with the other ones as well like we just talked about connected speech and music like one time i did a month experiment where i i took this rap song in portuguese and i actually like took like a 20 second stretch of the song and just like repeated it every day, listened to it, sang and perfected my, my pronunciation of that, that one small part that had a lot of connected speech in Portuguese and people started complimenting my pronunciation. It was amazing. Wow. I should go back to that because if I, I think my pronunciation would be a lot better if I did that, but it was quite mind blowing. Yeah. Do you still have a, a recording available that you can share with us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but... I should, I should go find that. Yeah, or you can start it off again and then maybe we can hear you rap in Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> but this actually leads to the next one as well because really when you record yourself, it's really important to record yourself as well next to a native. So oftentimes if you record yourself, you don't know what's actually correct unless you have a really good sense of it. So if you can have a native sample, for example, I might say, go to the beach. You would record yourself next to that and listen to my pronunciation, go to the beach, and you listen to yourself next to it. Yeah, that's really useful. And I remember speaking about this in a lesson that we did over on, I think it was on Learn English with TV series. We've done a couple with, uh, based on accents with Deepika Padukone, the famous Bollywood actress, and also Dev Patel, the British Indian actor. And you can choose one of your favorite celebrities that you can watch interviews with them over on YouTube or any resources that you have. And you can literally just imitate them. So you can listen to parts of the interview and then you can repeat it. And what's great about that is that you don't even have to think about the words that you're saying because your focus is completely on the pronunciation. So that is what you'll be practicing. Yeah, I'll just take a note here that this is actually the fifth tip. So the fourth one was to record yourself speaking. And a lot of these like overlap and interconnect in this one as well. So imitating, finding role models and, and what you just said, getting out of your head, because I think oftentimes we just kind of like psych ourselves out. What does psych ourselves out mean? That's a very American expression, Justin. Oh, really? What do you guys say in, in England? I can't think of it right now, but like psych and things like that, I think is a bit more American than British. 
Psych. <laughs> no, that's actually a, a couple of different expressions there. So to psych yourself out means to intimidate yourself. It's like you exaggerate something and you just get scared of it because you have played a mental game with yourself. Mm-hmm. So you psych yourself out that you think that, that it's so complicated, it's so difficult, and then you get nervous and, and you do really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I said psych, <laughs> it's kind of like this American thing from like the... 90s and the you know maybe like 10 50 i don't even know if this is popular anymore but psych it's like if you say something to somebody and it's a joke so i say like for example hey uh andrea you know i'm in i'm in barcelona right now and you're like really you're in barcelona psych (laughs) not really (laughs) you fooled me (laughs) no i think that's a great example it's like you're fooling someone and Uh i think just from I remember hearing this when I was in school. People started using psych quite a bit. I think just from watching TV series and things growing up in the 90s. Nowadays we have like punked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know what that is? Punked. Yeah, that was a famous uh, MTV show as well, wasn't it? With Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, so a punk. What's a punk, first of all? Well, I think this might actually be different because when we think of punk, we think of it to do with like the music style, like punk rock. Uh-huh. But I think in American English, it has a different meaning, right? Well, we have punk rock too, but yeah, I think if you call somebody a punk, it might be like a kid who maybe has an attitude problem, who's not the nicest person. Yeah. That kid's a punk, right? <laughs> but in this TV show, they, they took it and made it a verb, right? And so what, how do they make a verb? Yeah, so it was like, you got punked. So they would put someone, a celebrity, in a situation that wasn't real, but fool them into thinking that it was real (laughs) and get them really flustered and maybe frightened and stressed out. And then Ashton Kutcher would come out and be like, you got punked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I remember one example, like somebody that came and said, oh my God, you're bankrupt. You have no money left. We're here to take all of your things out of your mansion, right? I think that was Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that one. Anyway, that's punked. So don't don't punk yourself out with your pronunciation. Yes, please don't do that. And don't psych yourself out either. Another great thing that you can do with this if you're imitating or shadowing a celebrity is that you can copy their tone and intonation as well. So as well as thinking about the pronunciation, you're also thinking about the melody of the way that they are speaking as well. Yeah, it's really useful to, like you were just saying earlier about finding like your your linguistic mother or father, somebody that, that you really enjoy hearing, that you want to listen to a lot, that you want to imitate. That's a really great way to grab those people you can record, like we were talking about earlier. You might have to do some work. With, there's a really great program called um, Audacity. Audacity is a way you can take audio files and cut them up and record yourself. Maybe there are other ways. There definitely are other ways, but that's that's one way. Yeah, and then listen back. Listen yourself recorded next to the celebrity. You can make a, a an MP3, put it on your on your iPod or, or, or phone, and when you go out running, just like imitate, right? But I think music is a really great way to do this too. Yeah, definitely. And what's great as well, if you're watching like an interview with one of your favorite celebrities or something, you can even watch the shape of their mouth when they pronounce certain words as well. So you can also, that's going to help you as well in your pronunciation is by looking at how certain sounds look um, when you are saying them as well. Yeah. And this goes in, I think a little bit to phonetics and I think there's, there's so much in phonetics that's useful that if you become a connoisseur 
of phonetics of the language. So a connoisseur, that sounds very French. What does that mean, Justin? Well, connoisseur, we say like a wine connoisseur or something. You're a connoisseur of art, yeah. right? It means that you have a very sophisticated taste and that, that you appreciate the subtleties of something. Mm -hmm. So I would say, in this case, to be academic with IPA, for example, with International Phonetic Alphabet, you don't need to learn it, but if you really want to be scientific about it and really explore it from a more rigorous point of view, learning IPA can be a really great investment in your learning. That could be like another tip in itself. So IPA, watching YouTube videos of the position of the mouth as you're pronouncing things, because really there is like this big science behind like where your tongue is, where everything is in your mouth as you're pronouncing different sounds. Definitely. And you know, it's different even in American English and British English as well, because we pronounce words differently. So that's a really useful tool, especially if you want to learn a specific accent. Oh yeah. Okay, so we've got a couple more tips for you. So Justin, would you like to introduce the next one? Okay, the next one's kind of simple, but it's super important. A lot of people undervalue it, but the tip is to speak as much as you can. Yeah, so on the face of it, it sounds very simple, but you have to make sure that you do it because it's really going to help your pronunciation. Yeah, so we talked about listening to podcasts, building that lifestyle, getting all that native immersion ultimately, getting that, that contact with the native language. We talked about deliberate practice with the sounds, learning IPA, recording yourself, reading out loud, learning about the theory of connected speech, recording yourself with that, but ultimately, you put in the work, you practice, and then forget about it. Actually go out there and make connections, make conversations. Of course, if you have a teacher who can give you feedback or somebody who can give you feedback, great. But you need to speak as much as you can. It doesn't matter with who. It doesn't need to be with the native speaker. Really, it's like you can separate your input from your output. Your input, you get enough input from all the podcasts you're listening to, from all the TV series you're listening to, and you're training in other ways. Then when you speak, just try to get natural. Try to think in English. Try to really build your fluency, the fluidity of your thinking in English, because that's really going to help your pronunciation. Yeah, and the great thing about this is that so many other benefits will come from it, because don't be afraid of making mistakes. The more mistakes that you make, the more that you're going to learn, and you should be making lots of mistakes, because those are the things that you're going to remember. So the more you speak, the more you will learn. It just, they go hand in hand. And I would say, like a lot of people say from the beginning, they say like, oh, well, I'm going to wait until I'm fluent before I can speak. But really, even if your English is bad, even if your pronunciation is bad and you have lots of problems, just speak. Mm -hmm. Because really, speaking, communicating, that adds meaning to it. It will give you practice. And then you can come back and apply the theory, complement your practice with the theory. And that theory becomes much more meaningful when you're actually practicing a lot already. Definitely. I completely agree. So we've got one more tip for you. And what is that, Justin? We can go on all day because we have lots <laughs> and lots of tips, but time is limited. And we really want to give you this excellent last tip, which is to experiment with reverse accent mimicry. Ooh. What the heck is reverse accent mimicry, Andrea? It sounds really technical, doesn't it? But it, it isn't actually too difficult. The idea is to imitate a native speaker of the language that you are learning, speaking your language, and then apply it back to the target language. Yeah, it sounds kind of abstract, but it's really simple. Like uh, when I taught a lot of English classes one-on-one, -on -one, I used to just really exaggerate. I mean, I have a, an American accent when I speak Portuguese or when I speak Spanish, but really to just, just exaggerate that, to take that and even make it just worse. 
for my student. If you don't speak Portuguese, that's okay, but I'm just going to give an example. This isn't my real Portuguese. I do have an accent, but I'll be like, quero aprender português, for example. <laughs> this is like a really exaggerated American accent or quero aprender inglês, por yeah. favor. <laughs> that's like Spanish or Portuguese, right? Yeah. I think it's a great tip. It can really help you, you know, to get a feel for the language as well in how your mouth changes when you make certain sounds and stuff. But we're not going to go into this tip too much. If you want to find out more about how to use this to achieve a better accent or improve your pronunciation, you can head over to our Instagram at reallife.english and you'll find a mini lesson there all about reverse accent mimicry. So make sure you head over there as soon as you finish listening to this podcast oh uh, yeah okay so those are a lot of tips seven power-packed english learning tips to help you pronounce an english better to sound more fluent confident competent in your english speaking so just to go through these really quickly so going from lifestyle english to listening to podcasts every day listening to as much native english as you can podcasts tv series reading out loud every day practicing getting that daily practice to warm up that that pronunciation engine Learning about connected speech, how natives cut, connect, link, and shrink their words. Record yourself speaking. Develop self-awareness. Imitate natives, even like record yourself imitating them. Find that role model. Find that linguistic mother or father. Speak as much as you can. Make friends from all around the world. Really develop that English learning practice habit. Fill your life with English as much as you can and make it unconscious. Think in English and bring all of that practice you're doing to life. And the final one, which you can go over and check out on Instagram, is about reverse accent mimicry. Identifying those native English speakers speaking your language and in a polite way, not to make fun of them, but you can imitate them. Excellent. So there are so many tips for you there today. Don't forget to head over to Instagram, as Justin just said, to learn more about reverse accent mimicry. And why not start to implement one of these tips today? So choose one of them to start practicing today and then build on from there. And we'll see you guys next week. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Then I have a couple great recommendations for you. First of all, check out our YouTube channel, Learn English with TV series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Second, if you like our podcast, then our real-life native immersion course is perfect for you. It is the next best thing to studying abroad in an English-speaking country. Try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod to sign up. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw, yeah.